Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville. Gobble, gobble, all you out there. Uh, It's Americans Thanksgiving time. And we want to uh, say thank you for joining us here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your weekly podcast of true stories told by the people who experience them, typically of the weird, the unusual, the uh, amazing, uh, the fantastic, the often hilarious and touching and amazingly true. I've already said those two words, but it's it's true. And again, nothing 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 but the truth. And I'll tell you another true thing. Uh, I am your host, Adam Beebe, and with me, as always, truly, is the smiling sensei, Mr. Barry Johnston. Hello, Barry. Hello, Professor. How are you? I am doing okay. Thank you very much. Uh, we had a, a stressful bit of uh, the day here at, at the uh, at your at the studios, the Weirdsville studios, and uh, but uh, we got everything worked out. Um, it's our two hundred and seventy fifth episode. Can you believe that? That's amazing! Wow, that's uh, it's flown by. That's amazing. It certainly has, and uh, you know we had promised everyone. That we were going to be doing a two-part release this week for Thanksgiving, uh, but unfortunately, we are—we hate to do this, but we're unable to fulfill our promise. And it's not for uh, you know uh, being lazy or anything like that. Um, it is we've had some technical problems with the uh, recordings that we had with our guest. Alfredo, who in, who uh, lives in Mexico, and uh, we're going to try to get those together in the future. We're going to have to get a. We had a lot of technical issues in the recording. We didn't realize it at the time, so we're getting some. Uh, we're trying to get some software to uh, clean that up and hopefully get that out to you guys sooner or later. But, uh, yeah, so that's been my day, fretting over that. <laughs> How's it been for you? Uh, good. All hope is not lost. We're going we're gonna to make something happen. We've, uh, we've, we've got another great episode to put out there for everybody for their Thanksgiving feast. And I uh, hope everyone is spending time with their families and really enjoying maybe some time off. Uh, although I know these days it's hard to get time off, even on holidays. But, uh I hope you're able to at least uh, eat until your heart's content and fill your life with a little bit of good food, good conversation, maybe a good weird story here and there. That's right. So, uh, you know, coincidentally, uh, the guest we do have for, for today is another international guest, originally from Canada, but now living in Mexico, oddly enough. Coincidence? Hmm. Weird synchronicity? Hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but our guest today is Pauline, who, as I mentioned before, was born and raised in Canada, but migrated to the just uh, to in the she's now in the the. Uh, Mayan Riviera. She is uh, got another amazing story. Um, and more, we've learned so much about uh, d- this. You know, different variations of the psychic world uh, and how people interact with it. And uh, this is her 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 visions, her abilities, her experiences with it is are definitely unique. So, Pauline, 
Thank you for joining us. What's your weird story? Uh, I got a lot of them. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you an encapsulation. Okay, cool. So I'm, I'm kind of how I got, I got here and, um, you know, kind of what I do now. So, uh, had some health issues and, um, 2017, I was starting to overcome them and I started to do yoga. Nice. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was like in October of 17, November of 2017, 2018, I have, um, a friend moves back to town and she's in an apartment and, uh, I go to help her and we spend a day putting together furniture, like Ikea stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, catching up, shooting shit. So then the next day, um, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. I couldn't walk. My knees were so sore that I I couldn't walk. I don't have knee problem. Hmm. But this person I was with does. And I was suicidal. If there there had been a gun there, there would have been a real danger that I would have done something. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. So I I didn't know what to do. I didn't know, like, now you're kind of like, okay, what do I do here? Because I'm going to be labeled crazy. So I called the most woo-woo person that I knew. And I wasn't woo-woo at all then. And I explained, I said, here's what I'm, here's what I'm experiencing. And she's like, oh, well, you, you got to call this person. So I called that person, set up an appointment with them. We get on this call and she's doing an Akashic Records reading. And, uh, you know, she, she knows that there's something, something significant happening. And she's like, like, it was no big deal. She's like, oh yes, you're under psychic attack. (laughs) I'm like, all right. (laughs) Wow. And this is this is a, a different. Is have you ever had this happen before? This is the first time. Okay. No, I had never had it happen before, and it was so overwhelming. And um, so, kind of do, do the reading. She's telling me some stuff, and really thought it was kind of fascinating what the whole thing was. And then it, fast forward a few months, I had the opportunity to do the training, and I did it. And that's when I heard, found out about, in that modality, it's called soul shifting. Okay. Hmm. So in your model of the world, what do you have in your body? Is it a soul? Is it a spirit? Is it an essence? What do you call it? Uh, I call it a soul, but I was also raised in the church. So that's what I, I, uh, I see it as. Yeah. I mean, I think any of those... Spirit is also a term that was, you know, I I think any of those really apply, whatever you want to call it. You could call it uh, cupcake, really, if you want it. But, yeah, I know what you're getting at. I just like to use people's terminology. So for you guys, I'm going to use soul. Yeah, or whatever. Feel free. It's it's all it's all it's all you. (laughs) And so and so I'm going to ask you guys some questions. So in your model of the world, Mm -hmm. did your soul get born into this your body? When your body was born, um, I do. I you know I was I was very little and I don't remember much about being born. Uh, but I think that um, yeah, I think that I came uh, uh, with as a whole package uh, all together. I think it was okay. battery. My batteries. That was a birth thing for you. Yeah, my I think my batteries were included. I, I okay. you know. I, I I would agree. I would agree with that. <laughs> okay. And so you know what? So for many people, that's their model of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when I found out about this soul shifting thing, where one soul can leave the body and another one can take over. Okay. Okay. So did the training. Um, my life continued. I started to. Um, I, I did my NLP training. I. Uh, started to meditate, did my master level training, and then that's where some really interesting stuff started to happen, some energy stuff. So before, I had before sorry? we get there, so I want to back up in a little bit. Um, so you were having your your these this attack, yeah. You know, with the, you were having the pains and everything. You went to your most woo woo friend or whatever. Um, 
and then the, you were put out. How familiar were you with the old, the whole, <laughs> the woo woo world? I mean, what was yeah. your knowledge of that? Okay. Yeah. So, so she, your friend, um, they shifted new. you over. Hand, it was all yeah. brand new to me. Yeah. She was the the person I called was the one that I thought would think I was the least crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, um, or maybe I trusted her the most. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that was really vulnerable. That's yeah. just like, oh my gosh, I can't walk, and I feel like I would blow my head off if there was a gun nearby. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 intense. That's, that's an intense yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um, when not, you're, yeah. Not within uh, nothing I'd ever experienced before. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah. You, so I was zero woo woo at this point. Okay, and then you walk in and you meet this the person you knew, who guided your who educated you on this. Who, who, yeah, I was on a Zoom call with her. Wow, and so I mean, because like a lot of people, when you hear when they hear the Akashic records, uh, you know they're they're like, "Whoa, what is this?" Whereas in the you know, and I again, you know, for lack of a better term, and just for fun because it sounds fun, the woo woo world, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, it's a more of a, a known thing because, uh, you know, we've heard, we've had people on here talk about the, the Kashuk records. And I believe it, that's kind of like and correct me if I'm wrong, because I want to be make sure I'm right. It's kind of like uh, the, you know, the books that are, for lack of a better term, books where your lives, life and lives are written and where everything is all the knowledge and everything is. Is that kind of uh, yeah. Yes, okay. it's a record of, of, of a soul's entire lifetimes. Okay. And the minute she did the clearing, it was like nothing had ever happened. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just the same day? Yeah. The same day type situation? Uh, no, it was, a, it was probably a couple of days later because I couldn't get an appointment with her. So I was north of Toronto. She was mm-hmm. in Newfoundland. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So by the time I messaged her and it was probably a couple of days uh, later and but everything instantly stopped and it was like nothing had happened. Dang. Yeah. Did you get to the root of what um, where it came from? Um, so the root actually was that so any energy that's not your own doesn't mm-hmm. feel good. Okay. And I, at that, that's when I started to, um, hang on, turn my phone off here. That's when I started to realize that I was an empath. Mm-hmm. And um, what many people don't know is that it, as an empath, you have the ability to pick up other people's thoughts, physical sensations, emotions, everything. Mm-hmm. But you're you're not meant the door is not meant to be open, right? It's not right. like everything anything should just be able to come and bump into you. Yeah. Wow. Um yeah. So that was kind of my first foray into it. <clears throat> did did the training, figure found out about soul shifting, mm-hmm. which is when if you look at the body as a house, the house can change owners. Gotcha. Wow. Um, so did the training and, you know, it was kind of like for personal interest or you could do it for business. And I was, mm-hmm. for me, it was just personal interest, but we needed to do five case studies before um, to get our certification. Okay. And the first, the first, the first one I got, actually all of them I ended up getting we're all soul shifter. Wow. So I messaged the teacher. I'm like, didn't you tell me this is rare? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I've been sold a false bill of goods here. Wow. And, um, and she's like, Oh, okay. Well, if that's what you're attracting, you need to do the internship. So, um, so that's kind of that, that showed up. And then I uh, started, started to, um, but this is just kind of all happening in the background, started to meditate. 
went to a meditation retreat in Malta. Okay, which wow. Was wild. So it was crazy, crazy stuff happened there. Um, Were you spiritual at all at the, uh, before? No, no. I was like a salesperson, financial planner. Okay, okay. <laughs> this was all foreign to me. Okay. And, um, but there, but there was this calling. There was just like this. Mm-hmm. You gotta go. You gotta go. It was the closest thing I can say is it is like the bat signal went out. Right. And I had to answer that. Gotcha. Yeah. And I didn't know why, but I had to figure it out. Interesting. So I'm in Malta, and I'm at this meditation retreat, and. You know, there's crazy energy. I've never been exposed to anything like that before. And uh, there's one day where after meditation, they had us, there was like 1,100 of us or 1,000 of us. Wow. And they split us into two rooms for for meals. One was in the restaurant, one was in the, um, like a banquet hall. Mm -hmm. And in the restaurant, the, the vibration was so high. There was this vase. That was like as tall as a hu- like a, a human, like maybe five six feet. Mm-hmm. And the the vibration of the of the people around it was so high, the vase shattered. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and that's when I'm starting to pay attention to energy now. Interesting. And there was I just told myself that whatever happened, I wouldn't leave. And there's one day and I walk in and my body's vibrating and I feel so weird and so, yeah, so weird. And I literally got like 10 feet from the door before I I was like, yeah, we don't do this. We don't leave. So I went and I found somebody on my team that one of the, the, the volunteers who I had gotten close with. And I just walk up to her and I, I don't even know what I look like. I was in distress. And she looked at me and she, her eyes dug down and she's like, you're not in your body right now. I'm like, oh, is that what this is? Wow. So we, so apparently if you're not in your body, you take your shoes off. So I spent the rest of the time with my shoes off, just calm, just trying to stay in my body. And did that retreat, went home. Now it's, I got home in November. Now it's like end of December, January. And uh, a friend of mine from the retreat, there was three Canadians there. She's doing the most advanced form of meditation is walking meditation. Okay. So you, you stand, you get into a meditative state and then you walk, you stand, you walk, and then you stand again. So there's like five different parts of it. Okay. Okay. And it's, it's the most advanced form because it's how you practice for living in a meditative state. Okay. So she, um, she's sending me these pictures of herself. And one of them was before the meditation and one of them was after. It looked like she'd gotten a facelift. Like she just looked completely different. Wow. Yeah. And I was just like, what is this? What is this? I want some of that. <laughs> we call it the meditation facelift. So, <laughs> right? But I, I, I mean, to I think to it, it seems like it makes sense because you know when you meditate, you are releasing. You know, you're focusing and you're releasing all the all the, everything that's been you know, building up and pin up in you, right? In your daily life or whatever, the you know, however often you know, you're releasing all these this experience by focusing. And so, you know, I mean that's part of that's that's the whole goal of meditation. It's to you know be centered and calm. And it would make, make sense that your the rest of your body is just kind of like Ah, thank you. You know, your physical body is saying thank you and, you know, maybe feeling rejuvenated itself, the energy in it. It was shocking. Wow. Shocking. So she's like, well, I'm doing a 30 day challenge. Do you want to join me? And I had all these excuses. I'm like, it's cold. It's it's January. Canada was freaking cold. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. and, um, I heard it gets cold in Canada. I, uh, you know, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little, just a little bit. And we do Celsius. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, that and dogs, right? I was afraid of unleashed dogs. So, anyway, I kind of got over myself. And to meditate, you know, like you went all the way to Malta and now you're going to, now you're going to wuss out. So, I started. And, um, that was a that was a really interesting experience, and it was supposed to go for thirty days, and so much was changing in my life, and I ended up going for seven hundred and twenty four. Seven hundred and twenty four days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Every day. That's like that's two Every and a half day. years. Uh, that's almost two years. Almost two years. Oh yeah, I guess I could do wow better, yeah. but. Yeah, I, I American uh, public education system. <laughs> so around day 400 and I had noticed some weird stuff. I noticed that, you know, there was some really nasty voices in my head and I just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of kept going. And around day 400, I knew something was really freaking wrong, really wrong. And I'm kind of way more in the woo-woo at this point. Now it's a couple of years in. And yeah. I talked to my teachers and I talked to anyone that I felt could help me. And everybody is like, we got nothing for you. And um, I had gotten an email from a friend. And um, what the email was... Uh, someone's newsletter, this guy in Thailand. Mm-hmm. And she she said, this is for you. And I read it. And my whole body, you ever had an experience where it's like you're, every cell in your body is dancing? Mm. And you're just like, yeah. whoa, like, what is this? There's something happening <clears throat> here. Yeah. 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 Been there. Well, that's was- what happened. Yeah, you've been there? Chemically induced, though, uh, I must say. (laughs) I have had moments of complete joy. Um, I don't know if it's the same thing, but... It's just like a knowing. It's Mm. just like... like, It's the weirdest thing. It happens to me quite regularly now. It tells me this is for you. Like, Got, do gotcha. This. Yep. Barry, Barry I, I I'm gonna get plant this thought in your brain. It's probably, it's it's like it's you're being on stage and you're playing and you're on stage and you know that you and the band are all together and kicking ass and making uh, you know the energy and all of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's Good. that's yeah. what I'm tapped gotcha. into. That's what I'm thinking of. Nice. That's where you are just like. Yeah, just Whoa. like, this is it. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. So I reach out to this guy. So I, I read the newsletter, I watch some of his videos, and he's talking about walk-ins, which is a different name for soul shifting. It's it's when one soul leaves the body and another one comes in. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm... I'm just stressed at this point. Like between day four, day day 400 and day 500, I'm noticing all kinds of weird shit is happening. Mm. Like one day I'm riding my bike. I'm really happy. I'm eating the food I like to eat. I'm uh, like, I'm a perpetual student. So I just love learning things. I've signed up for a new course and I'm, I'm just really happy. And then boom, I can't get out of bed. I've eaten six donuts and I don't, I, I have no motivation. I'm, I'm beating myself up for spending the money on the course. Mm. And this is like rinse and repeat in just different variations. Yeah. And I'm just like, something's really wrong here. Right? Like, I thought I was bipolar. I thought I might be schizophrenic. And, yeah. and you don't lightly go tell anybody that. Right, 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 right. Because that's yeah. that's the trip to Crazy Town. You're in a straitjacket or on, you know, someone's flagged you somehow. Yeah, like you yeah. know what I mean. Sure. So, this guy in Thailand is my hope. So 
So I, I book, you book the appointment with him and then he, you, you, you book it, you pay it. And then he, he, he contacts you to schedule it. So he's like, how can I help you? And I, I had a whole bunch of different weird things that I didn't know how they fit together. Mm-hmm. So I wrote out like a, a word document and I just gave him my puzzle pieces. And I said, this is what I'm experiencing. I have no idea what it means. And he said, have you heard of a walk-in? And I said, yeah. And I said, but I've never shown as a walk-in. And he's like, well, have you done this clearing? And I said, no, because I've never shown as a walk-in. And he's like, Pauline, the clearing is to clear the interference to let you see that you're a walk-in. So I do the clearing, it's like half an hour. And you're, you're, a clearing is your clearing energies. Mm-hmm. And then it was like clouds parted and all this information started to come in. Information that I would have access to when I was doing readings for clients. Okay. So I sit in front of my computer. I know how to do data collection for a walk-in. I sit in front of my computer and I'm like, is this occupant in the body? Is this occupant in the body? Is this occupant in the body? Put together this spreadsheet. Because at this point in time, I'm a financial planner. And there's eight occupants. Wow. It w- th- In you? That, that I had got information on eight occupants, yes. Wow. Wow. So how, 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 uh, how do you, how, 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 how do you, I mean, how do you, how do you figure this out? How, I mean, you know, how does it like, I, you, you, I guess this is probably what we're getting to, but you know, how did you like, so it, when I was doing yeah. Akashic records readings and I mm-hmm. got soul shifters, that's how I knew how to do it. Okay. Okay. But I had never, I had never shown as one. So I knew how to do the data collection and I knew how to deal with it. But I, so we're, uh, Thailand is 12 hours time difference. And my appointment was the next morning at like six or seven. So I email him the spreadsheet, get on the call the next day. And he's, and he says to me, um, you have eight. I see that you're nine looking at the other eight. Wow. That is interesting. Okay. So there was, I think at that point in time, seven occupants embodied. Okay. So are these occupants, are these, are they the souls? I guess they're souls, they're spirits, they're, are they like, aspects of your own being or are they completely other beings like you know who's who's trying you know who's trying and and are, is your physical body like just like the vehicle for them so it would be so look at it this way every occupant was legit okay but interference had gotten involved and convinced so when when you when there's a walk-in Look, if you look at the body as a house, only mm-hmm. one person can hold the deed. Okay. Right? So the person leaving, uh, they're leaving, it's the new it's the newest the newest soul in that holds the deed. Okay. And they decide who comes and goes. So what's happened is interference has talked to this soul, the new one, and said, You might want to keep them. And there's a whole list of reasons that are used. And the, the, the incoming soul through trickery is tricked into keeping the soul. So now you have multiple souls embodied and the interference is in the body as well. So one of the things I didn't say was that when I started to do the walking meditation, I took the before and after pictures. Mm-hmm. And it was shocking. Absolutely shocking what I look like before and after Interesting. In, in a meditation. And then you look month one, month two, six months, and I'm looking like a completely different person. Wow. So, so we get on the call and we do the walk-in clearings. So now we're releasing all of the contracts. We're clearing all of the interference and we're getting me down to one occupant. 
Okay. And I'm what, pretty one, aware. One, one occupant being yourself? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's so, and, the, the deed holder. Right. And so then these other uh, occupants, though, again, I, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm so are they again? Are they just are they disembodied spirits? Or are they? I mean, are they? Like I said, are they aspects of you? Are they? Are they you? Or are they their own thing? That if they, you know, if they can move into the house and get the original owners out, I mean, are you a different person? Or or is like do you you is that like a personality change? Or is it what yes. what? Okay. When when there's a when there's a walk-in, depending, um, the person can undergo really drastic change. So the body adapts to the energy that's in it. Okay. Gotcha. So I'll, and I'll send you guys a link to my book because okay. in my book I have my day one or my day walk, walking meditation picture and now and you it's not the same person. Okay. That'd be okay. that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Interesting. Yeah. And this is the first uh, time I think we've ever even heard of this. Is that right, Adam? We yeah. have, we covered this before. Um, not as such. Uh, we've had we've definitely talked about um, other like spirits being in other pe- coming into people's bodies, like um, possession, channeling, or, or possession, right. But not so much where it's like you know, the, uh, the the house that has many rooms, but only yeah. the one owner, and then sometimes you need to get those bad roommates out, kind of a deal. Well, and they they didn't want to stay; they wanted to go. They were they okay. were kept. So here's the so we get me so it's like we went relatively quickly. We we did like three and a quarter hours, and mm. um, it looks. Like what you would, you would, for me, it looked like what you would think an exorcism looks like. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Like with the shaking and the. Right, right, right. Like energy moving is, energy so this, moving is profound. So it's not all like, they're not all good. They are. Good spirits they're, They or? are all. However, the body has a reaction. Okay. Yeah, so the, 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 the moving and the shaking doesn't indicate that the energy is bad. It just indicates the energy is moving. Mm, okay. So um, so after that, so we, we did the clearings, and I was exhausted. And I mm. probably slept for five hours. I woke up, and there was peace and quiet in my head. Wow. For the first time, like what we determined, what he determined when through the clearings was that my first interfered with walk-in happened at age eight. Wow. Okay. And I had had a committee in my head my whole life. Wow. But, I, but when I started to do walking meditation and I'm hearing these voices and then suddenly one day I'm, I'm happy, I'm doing my thing. And the next day I'm eating donuts and not getting out of bed. So what happens when you have multiple occupants embodied is they time share the body. Okay. And my book is called Who's Holding the Microphone? <laughs> because essentially, whoever is up front that day has the microphone. They're, they're the one driving the car, shall we say. They're the one making the decisions about the food, the activities, life. Gotcha. And okay. so okay. when you have occupants that don't want to be there, um, they're depressed. They, they're, they're not getting out of bed. They have no interest in, in keeping the body healthy. Okay. And at the same time, because we'll, this, is, this is the work I do now, and in really actually not so extreme cases for the ones that come to me, but... Um, the only paradigm that they know how to get out of the body is to kill the body. Wow. Wow. That's, well, that's, that's, that's extreme. Yeah. So when, when I hear about people who, you know, like going along fine and then boom, they killed themselves. 
my first question is, well, who was holding the microphone that day? Yeah, yeah. And it's not just killing, it's, it's cutting, like cutting, hurting the body in any way. Because that, 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 that's, that's, never, that's, never, that's never meant to happen. Right. So are these, are they they angry at the body because they can't leave? Is that what it is? No, they're not angry, but they, they're, there's no emotion to it. It's just the only way out is this way. Hmm. Right. Interesting. If if that's the door, then, then that, then let me out. Wow. That's, that's pretty heavy duty. Yeah. It is. I mean, and, and you got eight of these things. Yeah, I had that, eight. So that could have gone badly if so, you weren't treated for it. Right? Well, yeah. and then, so what happens when you have multiple embodied occupants is you get sick. The body's not, it's so busy trying to service everybody. It doesn't right. repair. It doesn't heal. And then you get all these weird illnesses, and nobody in the nobody can figure out why you're sick because it doesn't make any sense. And that's why you were say, at the beginning you were talking about how you had all those health oh health I issues. had illnesses my whole life wow. weird weird stuff. Wow. So that's so, probably that's I could see that being a very profound moment in your life. Oh, waking up and I, it was quiet. It was peace and quiet. I had no idea, no idea that there had been a committee in my head my whole life. Amazing. And that I was coping with all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, um, yeah, yeah. So, wow. So this was in May. Um, my son moved to Vancouver the next month. So June and then July. Now I'm in my now I'm in my house. I've lived there for 22 years, and I can't stay there. Mm. I just like this. It's so foreign to me. I I nothing seems familiar. I don't want to be there. I'm uncomfortable, and I make the decision to sell the house. Wow. And was it like residual energy in the house, or is it just well what that- it was? The reason, what I know now is because at that point in time, I was occupant nine. Right. Occupant nine did not build that house. Occupant nine did not live in that house, have those memories, decorate it, do any of the stuff. It's like I was in a stranger's house. Okay. Wow. Okay. And I didn't want to be there. Wow. So I literally within weeks, I got the house ready in 10 days to be on the market. I was calling charities and I was just like, take whatever you want. I had no, no connection to anything in that house. Wow. Dang. That's a big, that's a big shift. Yeah. That's my friends thought I was crazy. Right. Cause here and I'm, I'm in a really affluent neighborhood and I was just, you know, I, they, they were just like, what are you doing? And I was just like, I got to go. I got to go. And all I could picture, all I knew was I had to go to a beach. Wow. So I decide to sell in July. House goes on the market, sells in days in August. Wow. And I took a 30-day close. And it, it closed in the September. And I was on the TransCanada. Wow. wow. I was out of there. I'm like, put the, deposit the money in my bank account. I'm paying real estate. I'm paying a lawyer. I don't, I will not be here. I went from a three bedroom house down to an eight foot storage pod. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, talk about downsizing. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Drove my SUV from Toronto to Vancouver, loaded with stuff for my son. And left my car there. I stayed in Vancouver for a little while, left, and I knew, and then I left, I left Canada. Wow. So you're living down there full time? Yeah. Wow. So this is, and this is all within the past six, I, five, six years. Two. 
Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, like I literally, so when I left Canada, all I knew was that I was going to a meditation retreat in Denver. Okay. Four-day retreat. So I flew in a day or two before. Leave my car. I've got a suitcase and a carry-on. That's it. And all I knew was I was going to this meditation retreat. And then I was going to spend the winter on a beach. And did the retreat. The day after. Let's say it finished on the Sunday. I would be checking out on the Tuesday. Now it's Monday. And I have no idea where I'm going. I haven't booked anything. And I was like, okay, well, just book into a resort, right? Just get to a beach. (laughs) You can figure Figure it out. out. You've done a lot, right? Just get to a beach. Yeah. And, And so I had a list of what I wanted in a resort. And it, it was there. It wasn't there, right? It wasn't close enough. Good enough to book. Yep. So my thing is that it's always this or something better, right? Mm-hmm. So if 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 what I want isn't working out, it's because there's something better for me, something more suitable for me. Sure. Okay. Okay. So I'm in this massive convention center resort. I had gone down to one of the restaurant areas with my computer and I'm, you know, looking at resorts and this and that. And finally I was just like, okay, this resort thing's not working. So I pushed my chair back. I'm like, okay, universe, show me the better, right? If it's not this, show me the better. And I'm just waiting. And it was probably less than a minute. And I got a pop-up on my computer screen for yoga teacher training in Bacalar, Mexico. Wow. And every single cell in my body started to dance. Because I had wanted to do my yoga teacher training, but like, months before, in, the, in the, like, the March, the April. Wow, wow, wow. Amazing. There was one yeah, spot left. One spot left. This was Monday. It started on Sunday in Mexico. Wow. Wow. So another cr- another quick decision. Got to make it happen, right? That was it, right? So, yeah. And you just know, right? You know it's right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, um, so then I don't, of course, it's three weeks of yoga every day. I don't have those clothes. So I check out of the hotel the next day, like I'm supposed to. I rent a car, get another hotel, stay in Denver, and um, book a flight to Cancun. And then I go shopping. So now I'm dumping all the clothes I had. I got to dump those. (laughs) 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 Nick's bag, and I'm going to the tropics, and I need yoga clothes, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I would imagine that the uh, t- typical daily wear in the tropics in, uh, is much different than uh, than that of the, you know, yeah. the the Canadian casual. <laughs> well, and then when you're when you're practicing that much, you 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 know you you need to be changing clothes and you need yeah. to spend leave time for to send them out for laundry and yeah, sure. So that's how I ended up in Mexico. And my teacher, who was teaching me in Bacalar, which is like four hours from here, she lives in Playa. Her her yoga studio is here. Okay. So that's why I came to Playa del Carmen. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's, that's how I ended up from Newmarket, Ontario to Playa wow. del Carmen. Wow. So are you, are you teaching now? Are you teaching yoga? No. I, I am a walk-in clearing facilitator. Okay. So I do, um, I train with the guy in Thailand and I do mm-hmm. that work. Interesting. Wow. wow. And you've been, yeah. how long have you been doing that for? Since that time? Just a couple of years? Um, about a year and a half okay. now. And wow. it's fascinating because people from all over the world find me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. How do yeah. you put it out there? By doing things like this or... Well, I just started actually, but even before then, people would come to me. They wouldn't know, mm. they, but they would walk up to me 
anywhere. We could be, I could be out, I could be in an airport and people would walk up to me and introduce themselves. And they're like, I don't know why I need to speak to you, but I do. Interesting. Wow. Wow. And, um, yeah, so I had some really wild experiences myself and when, now when the, when you see people, do you, do you, do you see the other occupants? Are you, do you have that kind of perception or is it all like, uh, you know, you're it, more of a, the feelings of the energy, the empathy, that kind of empathic kind of thing? There are very distinct symptoms. Okay. So there's a quiz. Like uh, the guy in Thailand, he had a quiz. So actually, I I have an online quiz for people. So I, I don't make any assumptions about anybody. And I send them to my quiz. I get results from the quiz. And then they have the opportunity to book a call with me. Okay. Where can, we, where can you take the quiz? Or how many questions is it? There's 21 questions. It's okay. called the Energetic Free Will Quiz. And there's 21 questions. It'll give you a score out of 21. Zero means that you're not being messed with. Okay. 21 is you are highly messed with. It gives okay. you a green, yellow, red, and red alert. Okay. And it's a combination of walk-in questions and general interference questions. And behind the scenes, I get a breakdown and of, of what's happening. Wow. Um, but I can generally tell in conversation. Um, we're we're, we're going to have to go take the test, Barry. Totally. Yeah. 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 Because so. it's, some of the symptoms seem quite common, you know, like, um, like you don't, you, you, what are some of the, um, you, you have very few memories of your childhood. Okay. You feel distant from family. Um, okay. because you're not, they're not your family, they're the body's family, but they're not yours. Okay. Gotcha. Um, nothing makes sense. Um, you can, you can have, um, like food, alcohol, drug compulsions. Okay. Um, what are some of my other, some of the other questions? Uh, and, um, let me just pull up a pull up a, a quiz, and I will tell you exactly what the questions are. And where can they look up? Where can they find the quiz on the, on the um, internet for everybody else? Uh, Pauline McGuire, P A U L I N E M C G U I R E dot com. Okay. Um. So. Uh, have you experienced feeling woozy, disconnected, ungrounded, like you're not inside your body? During this time, you may have felt disoriented or unable to do anything about it. You've experienced illness, disease, ongoing chronic health issues there doesn't seem to be an explanation for. You see improvement, and then your condition declines again. It can feel like backlash. Or when you decide to start something new in life, you injure yourself. Hmm. Um, you have incomplete memories of your childhood or any other period of your life. There's gaps with parts missing or incomplete. Or the I've memory. Got, I definitely, I definitely have some gaps uh, in my twenties, uh, but that's uh, <laughs> that's that's a that's a other kind of interference, <laughs> other kind well, of spirit. <laughs> well, and. Then, then there, um, uh, you've had dramatic life changes, which may include careers, relationships, geographic location, physical location, name change. You may not have intended these changes. It seemed they came out of the blue. You feel like you've lived many lifetimes within this one. At times, you thought about suicide, whether you've taken action or not. You've actively self-harmed or not cared for your body in ways that bring about harm. Life is flat. You don't know what inspires or interests you anymore. You have no interest in motivation to do the things you used to be passionate about. You experienced a major accident, surgery, or illness, and your whole life changed. So there's, there's, it's quite a. 
That's yeah. Very, yeah, very thought-provoking, you know, questions because I definitely – some of them I'm definitely like, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, all right, okay. And the others I'm like, no, not so much. But yeah. I and guess that's – some of them are quite common to other things, but it's an aggregate. Yeah. Right? And then many people know. They just know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm here to do something. Like, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Is there something that... Is there something that happens with someone that leaves them susceptible to a walk-in type situation? Or is it just totally random? Is it just... No, the the walk-in part is beautiful and amazing. The interference part is what fucks the whole thing up. Okay. And there are four super highways for interference into the body. Okay. Drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. pharmaceuticals, and anesthetic. Okay. So you're vulnerable on those. Right, right. You're susceptible to interference. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, the natives used to call alcohol spirit. There's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the, all those things that um, yeah, are, well, they're, they're um, mind altering, consciousness altering, and they leave you open to to influence. And, you know, I mean, and, and they your guards are down. For sure. And society at, at, at large does not look at the energetic components. They'd be like, oh, you drank alcohol, you're going to have a hangover. But they wouldn't look at, oh, you drank alcohol, you were energetically vulnerable, and something got in. Like gotcha. when, when, when people come to find me, and I was the same, compulsive alcohol. I didn't want it. Something else did. Wow. Yeah. And you're just, you're drinking it and you're just like, you're not, you don't want it, but there's you no control. And did you, did that stop when you started this journey? I, uh, that was one of the, that was one of the first things that I did in 2017 was I just said, I can't, I, whatever this is, I'm not doing it. And I think that's what allowed the rest of it to be seen. Wow, bravo to you to uh yeah, to yeah. do that. That's Yeah. Kicking alcohol people, is no joke. It's very Well, and when you look at the energetic complications of it, you can see why. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not it's for many, it's not a physical thing. It's not like I want this. It's you got energies inside of you that are saying you're going to do this. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, al- alcoholism runs runs in my family, and energy runs in your family. Yeah, well, there you go. There's a yeah. lot. There's a lot, uh, but that's that's an inter- interesting way to put it because I haven't really thought about it that way, and I think that's really that's that's uh, that's eye opening. It's really interesting. Yeah. Well, this this whole conversation has been really eye opening because you know we like I said earlier we really haven't had anything quite like this as far as um, just I mean with with, with the occupants and with uh, how you know the, the the looking at the worldview I guess is going back to where you we established earlier. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's and it's definitely. I mean, that's part of it is the worldview because Western world is not about Western civilization. The Western, it, you know, we're we're not about we're about pills and we're about doctors and we're about, the, you know. And when and, you can see the bigger agenda, you know what it's what purpose it serves. Yeah. 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 Right. I think that's something that a lot of people can get on board with because of everything that's come to light here in, at least in our country, I won't speak for Canada, but I feel like, I feel like there's money to be made on unhealthy people. And, oh, absolutely. you know, you keep a sick population wanting or need, I shouldn't say wanting, but needing help 
and you're going to create industries around those things to make sure that we perpetuate. Um, you don't have to look very far in this country to see that we've got a major mental health crisis going on. We have mm-hmm. a lot of homeless even in the little town in middle America where I live, we have a homeless problem. That has I've never in my lifetime seen that. And that's scary, especially when people don't really seem motivated to fix it. They don't um, very few people have free will at this point. Yeah, it's um it's 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 scary. It's uh these conversations. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. give you another perspective. Yeah. So, you know, we've been told that, you know, there's only humans on Earth, right? Right. So we've been told that's where we, that's, that's, that's who inhabits Earth are humans. Yep. And we live in a multidimensional world. Right. So that's like me saying, you're a dolphin. Mm -hmm. Humans are dolphins. Dolphins are the only thing that lives in the ocean. Well, I wouldn't insult dolphins by comparing them to us, but <laughs> you see the ridiculousness of it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah absolutely. But, yeah. but all that talk. other energy stuff has been has been taken, has been kept out of our awareness. And mm-hmm. here's my unique personal opinion, and then I actually have to wrap up. Yeah, okay. Um, yep. Is that are you have you ever read uh, Power versus Force by Hawkins? No, I, I have not. No. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest you read that. Cool. And what it talks about is the scale of human consciousness. Everything has a vibration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's he classifies it zero to one thousand. Okay. Anything below two hundred detracts from global consciousness. Wow, okay? interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and this is a lot of the. Where's mine? Do I have a? I have a rainbow here. Um, so let me see. I don't have one. I don't have one uh, right in front of me. Um, and anything below two, 200, are you familiar with the chakra system? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so first three energy centers are consumers. That's when you're in survival. Fight, flight, survival. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's many energies on the planet, and human beings are only accessible to them when we're in survival, hmm. when we're under 200. Wow. 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 So when you can see that, you can see the global efforts to keep humanity under. Yeah. Yeah. And accessible. That's wow. That this has been a great conversation and and uh thank you so much for coming on. And we know you've got a lot more. Uh we'd love to have you come back if you yep. uh find the time. And yeah. your life is really interesting and I know that people are gonna love to hear this. Yes, definitely. <laughs> tell tell everybody again if you if you would how they can get a hold of you, how they can find you on the uh Okay, so you can find me on my website at Pauline McGuire, um, uh, uh, paulinemcguire.com. You can uh, Google Pauline Sovereignty Leader. Okay. You you can find me on Instagram, uh, Pauline McGuire, uh, Blueprinter Love Warrior. And you can find me on Facebook at Pauline McGuire. All right, fantastic. And I love hearing from people. So, and you can you can take my quiz on my website. Great. So it's the energetic free will quiz. I suggest everybody take it. Yeah. And um, if you when you take the quiz, you're given the opportunity to book a 20 minute call with me, where we can I can talk to you about your results and and nice. and, and, and live dose and give you some some really like some some facts about what's what's going on with you. And then my book, Who's Holding the Microphone, is also available on my website for free download. Fantastic. Cool. Very good. So lots of, lots of resources. Great. And um, it's time, right? If you're yeah. walking, you're here for, you, you're, you're a highly advanced soul that chose a really advanced method to, to incarnate. And it's time. Wow. Go time. Love yeah. it. We're going we're gonna to have to take your quiz and okay. uh, 
we'll have maybe we'll consult with you or something about you know we'll book, figure take something the quiz out. and then book an appointment with me and i'll see you i'll see you face to face sounds all good. right sounds good thank <laughs> you okay, awesome thank yeah. you so much have a wonderful evening Please take care yeah thank you Hey, you know what we need? What's that? We need a new ad for our merch store. Our merch store. I've had a few people reach out to me and ask me, just how do we get What's Your Weird Story merch? Huh. How do we get that What's Your Weird Story merch? What's dash your, spelled Y-E-R, dash weird, dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's what's dash your spelled y-e-r dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's correct get in touch with us go buy some merch we got some cool stuff yeah dude and you know what if any of our listeners out there has some really cool ideas or has some really cool what's your weird story type art that they want to see on a t-shirt get a hold of us Maybe it'll happen. Pauline, thanks again for joining us and uh, really interesting stories in her life. The uh, the whole idea of the walk-ins, the the uh, the soul shifting stuff is uh, it's it's really interesting. I love to talk about those types of things. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting and very uh, thought provoking. Um, we uh, we'll have to go take a look at that test and see if we got anything. I don't know if I've got any extra writers or if I'm a uh, uh, a one unit um, vessel or <laughs> you know, um, but uh, it's it's fascinating because. You know, we. I mean, like I said, we've never really had anybody kind of talk about this kind of thing, um, and it's very interesting because it's. It seems like you know, I don't. I, it's hard. It's I, it's difficult to understand. Uh, if, you know, are these different aspects of a being? Are is it all the whole, or is it you know what's, uh, you know. What exactly is going on? So, you know, she did a great job explaining it. I just did not do a great job understanding it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've we've heard these types of stories before. It's the it's just a different spin on on the way to, to look at it. And uh, mm-hmm. it's very, you know, the, like you said, thought provoking and uh, the perfect thing to get us into the mindset of the holidays. Indeed. Well, speaking of holidays, we hope everybody has a, a a good Thanksgiving. If you're in America and you're celebrating Thanksgiving, uh, be careful out there. Uh, you know, Barry, you know that. Uh, um, well, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a bartender and, and uh, is new to bartending. Okay, you know, um, they've worked back of the house in different places, and but they've never worked, you know, bartending. And so I said to them, I was like, uh, they said they were working um, Thanksgiving Eve and uh, Thanksgiving Day. And I was like, oh, you know, you know, Thanksgiving Eve is the uh, busiest bar day of the year. That's right. <laughs> yes. Which they were like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really thrilled about the prospect. Uh, but, uh, you know, so if you're out and you are celebrating, uh, you know, call an Uber. Uh, there's no reason to drive if you've had even just one. Call an Uber, call a friend, call your family, call your mom, um, call your dad. You know, you, if you call one of us, um, you know, whatever. Just make sure you get home safe so you can enjoy the next day of, uh, you know, a family festivities you know me and the girls my cats are going to they're going to get uh, some uh turkey pate and uh, i'm going to make a a, a veggie lasagna mm. Ooh, sounds good yes i thought that would be nice treat to myself perfect perfect everybody else enjoy this time hopefully uh again you've got some time off and uh 
enjoy time with your family and uh, friends and or aliens. I don't know if you yeah. got if you got alien friends or something like that. Yep. Give us a yep. call because we need to talk about that for sure. Absolutely. We'd love to hear some. It's been a while since we have some good UFO stories and some good cryptid stories. And yeah, we just want to, you know, connect with you. So gather all those family mystery stories and all those great stories uh, around the table. You know, make sure you pour grandma and, and mom or, you know, cousin Aunt Betty, uh, extra gla- big glass of wine or what have you to uh, get the get the truth flowing. You can get the stories going and turn around and share them with us here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So hey, remember to follow us uh, on your wherever you listen to us. Rate and uh, subscribe so you never miss a, an episode. Um, you know, uh, contact us uh, through our social media. Follow us on social media. And email us if you like, wywspod at gmail.com. And to everybody else who is not having their Thanksgiving turkey and they're just having a regular old Thursday, uh, thank you for listening. And thank you all for listening, really. Uh, not to exclude anyone. New people, we, we thank you for joining us as well. We hope you come back for more. Uh, and we will see you next time here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Until then, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.